0: What's, What's up, up? This, this is the JJN, JJN Show, Show,
1: with Josh, with Jacob, with Nick.
0: What's up everybody, welcome back to another episode of the JJN Show. We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today, so let's just get started. Uh, Josh, what is your song of the week?
2: Ooh, my song of the week this week is a special one because it's w- the one that uh, I've started playing when I was on like mile 10 or 11 during my simulation half marathon race. And it got me absolutely psyched when I was just like beat down to the ground. (laughs) So the song is Prayer of the Refugee by
0: Rise Against. All right, cool. Jacob?
1: My song is another one that no matter when it comes on, whether I'm in the car or running or cooking some grub in the kitchen, I always just go absolutely hard to it, and it is—it's not living. In parentheses, if it's not with you by the 1975,
2: good song.
1: I would argue it is way better than Robbers.
2: Well, sad—you shouldn't compare them like that.
1: Why? Why not? Why can't they just both be incredible songs? Well, because you can't have two. You can have you can have two incredible songs. You can't. There's always a better song. That's what I'm trying to say. 1975's best song, I would say, is It's Not Living if It's Not With You. And you would say it's Robbers. And that was my point.
2: Okay. Well, I I haven't listened
1: to either. So, while you're slacking,
0: I guess so. No,
2: they're both great songs. You should just listen to all of their albums because
1: all of their music is awesome. See, but I think their newest album is like superior to the other albums.
2: Really? I I still love the. I think it's just a self titled album the the one with the black background anyways and uh the lead singer maddie his hair is sick
0: his cool I can't hair sure
1: what he looks like right yeah. now
0: but i'll have to listen to no. it then anyone with cool hair deserves to listen
1: well i have yeah. cool hair would you listen to me if i made music
0: i mean i mean like your how cool is your hair like compare your hair to like <laughs> I'm just, I'm just messing with you.
1: What, what's your song of the week?
0: <laughs> well, my song of the week is Fair Chance by Thundercat.
1: I've never what? heard of that. Is that another weird techno? No,
0: I, I, it's not. He's really good. All right. People are sleeping on Thundercat. Okay. That's all is I have to say. Is this person on
1: Spotify or is are they only on SoundCloud or? No, they're, he he's on there. Yeah. Cool. Uh, while we're here, I also want to just give a quick shout out to D Wavy. I could have used him his song as my song of the week, but he just released a song. He's a local guy. Look him up, D Wavy. D Wavy. And he just released a song called Spinning Around. That song is an absolute slapper. I'm sure, Josh, you know it. If you don't, I've definitely it. I actually haven't for listened you, to it yet,
2: so I'm going to take a listen after this.
1: Yeah. Spinning around, look it up. It should be on all platforms now. It's for sure on SoundCloud, though. Anyway, Is it on, on Spotify?
2: Because if it's on Spotify, you could slap that in as a bonus
1: on the JJN Show playlist. He said it was supposed to be on Spotify. It's like in the processing. Oh, sure. Whatever okay. right now. I don't know. It's like a cue. I don't know how that music, any music works on Spotify, but it'll be on there eventually. And you know what? Maybe I will slap it on there
2: yeah slap it on as a bonus good call
1: we'll throw it on there as a bonus all right let's move on to social media
2: all right as always go ahead as always check us out on social media you can follow us on instagram at the jjn show same with twitter we got the spotify playlist jjn show i think it's just called the jjn show right
1: yeah, and it is growing, and I listen to that sometimes. And it's a good playlist. It's a good playlist. It has everything you need. Literally, you could go for a run and be amped, or if you want to just have a you know, down weather type of day and sit in your room and cry a little bit, it has some music like it's, that too. It's yeah, all if you're looking, perfect.
2: yep. If you're looking for like a shuffle playlist with a little bit of everything, you know that this is the way to go. So check out the JJM playlist, the JJN show playlist on Spotify. You got email questions, we would love to interact more with the listeners, so please shoot us some email questions. They could literally be whatever you want. It doesn't have to be stuff related to motivation, or our running, or exercise, or anything like that. It could be, what is your favorite topping to put on rice, or something like that. So shoot us your email questions or anything else, uh, comments at jjnshowpod at gmail.com and please make sure to share with your friends and family especially because in the next few weeks here we've got some sick interview guests that are going to be coming on so we're we're,
1: josh oak that was a great one to start us off that's right yeah i started off the interview
2: last week so uh you know we we're we're super excited about the next few weeks and and what the JJN show is about to produce. So we're, yeah. we're ready to share it. And you know, it's going to be pretty sweet. So make sure you, you share with your friends or family and family and get yourselves ready because it's going to be a sick couple of weeks coming up here.
1: I do want to point out that in, we talked about this, that it was going to go Josh, myself, and then Nick for our first three interviews. We have decided to wait. on releasing it. My yeah. interview and Nick's interviews because the people that we reached out to answered very very quickly and so we were really excited about that and we're gonna get them they deserve to be out before nick or i do so we're gonna get them out and then nick and i will come on later and you can get to know us a little bit better but yeah the next three are very exciting and i'll have great stories and things they're working towards right now
2: it'll be worth it for everybody so we'll we'll see you guys then let's move on
1: yeah i don't these aren't necessarily questions but I threw them into this miscellaneous section that we always just talk about random stuff on. Yeah, I I don't know why. I think they're good things to talk about. Yeah, The first thing is on Tuesday I shared a tweet about a Scott Jurek TED Talk. And he talks about kind of just like, it's a very brief TED Talk about his start into running. Mm -hmm. And there's one thing he said that really caught my attention. And I feel like I remember him saying it in a book or hearing it, From somewhere else as well. But he talks about three things he hates the most. I don't remember the third one. But I remember two of them. And the two were running and vegetables. And Scott Jurek is a vegan ultra marathon runner. Funny. And the two things yeah. he ha- two of the three things he hates most in the world are running and vegetables. And I think that is really interesting because there have been so many times when myself personally has been asked by someone why I run or why I like running so much, and I have answered so many times and been like, "I do not like running. I eighty percent of the time I despise it and never want to do it." And then they're like, really? "They ask, yeah. Well, why do you do it then?'" and that's, Are you guys, both I have a like very, that? my um, my mindset is very much towards the improvement aspect of it, and just like the external factor I or feeling I get after finishing your run. But I hate, I don't like every once in a while I'll have a run in a in like a sunny meadow or whatnot and be sunny thinking, wow, this is beautiful. I just it's bliss, right? But that is that is one out of ten. That is not most of the time you're running and you're just sad and yeah, I mean annoyed.
0: I mean something I'm my coach annoyed. has said like plenty of times he always says you know anyone can run like fast when they feel great i mean anyone can do that it's it's when you're not like feeling it or you know you're only gonna ever have like one perfect race maybe no yeah.
1: exactly i literally start i would say five out of the seven days other. That- oops i just said his name you might want to blank that out but Maybe not. Every time we run together, I feel like I start to run and say, wow, I don't want to do this, but that's why we're doing it. Because if you do, if you only run when you want to run, if I only ran when I wanted to run, I'd probably be like 240 pounds right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot different lifestyle. Josh, what's your take since you have a different view?
2: I was just going to say I – this is a. It's good that you brought this up, Ashley, because something I wanted to talk about was the other weekend, so not this past weekend, but the weekend prior, I did a 15-mile run and it was one of those runs that while I was running, I just, I kind of like was reminded why I love running so much. So I kind of disagree with the whole, you know, and obviously there's days that I don't feel like running and I go out and I run anyways, um, but... Like, I was on that run, and I don't know, something about my mindset has changed with runs in the last couple of months that's really made me more positive about them, if that makes sense. So, like, the 15-mile run, now, you know, you say, like, oh, yeah, I ran 15 miles, and most people are like, that's insane, that's so far, that kind of a thing. But the way that I think about it is, like, you know, 15 miles really is only... I'm running 10 miles and then another five yeah. and like, you know, 10 miles. That's not, that's not really that far for me. Cause it's like doing five miles twice and five miles is nothing. That's less than a 10 K. No, right? exactly. So if I'm doing five miles twice, that's 10 miles. Well, I only have five miles left and five miles is nothing. So that's kind of like, like I have a 17 miler coming up this weekend and that's gonna be the longest run that I've done so far in this this like training whatever regimen and you know even then I'm like well I'm only doing 10 miles plus another seven and like seven miles is that's nothing <laughs> you know like, right yeah. that's, that's seven miles that's that's not that well, far it's so kind of, this is kind of a that's tangent. what's been
1: helping me It's kind of a tangent now but it's the same thing for me when I think of I have a 20 in two days, and I'm thinking four fives. And you kind of have a baseline of, I would say 10, maybe 12, 15 is where anything after that starts to get really hard. So it's almost like you think about just how you have to run a hard six mile run or whatever at the end. The, the beginning doesn't really matter as much because you're, you're built that baseline up. So it's like you're running six right. miles at the end when it's comparable to someone else maybe that has a baseline of a five mile run running an 11 mile run you know
2: well and it's like you've trained yourself where you have that baseline so to me it's like you know maybe 10 to 12 maybe a little more 10 12 13 somewhere in that range is like that base for me so you know going out and running that at my long pace which is pretty slow is like nothing but so like what's the word like my oxygen level and like i'm not breathless when i'm doing these long runs so it's more like physically i'm fine mm-hmm. aside you know kind of like joints in your knees and stuff kind of start to hurt after you've yep. been running for 3 plus hours straight but you know when i hit that point it's completely mental like all of it everything is mental and uh so like when i did my half marathon this last weekend I hit 10 miles and I was going to do like a 9 I think my goal pace was like 9:30 to 10 flat is what my training thing said but I wanted to just go out hard and see how I could hold on just to test myself. <laughs> so I went out at like a 9 flat and just naturally I started to increase pace as the distance went on and after that first mile of 9 flat Pretty much every mile up until, like, 9 or 10 was, like, an 8.40 pace. And then, like, when I hit, like, 9 or 10, I dropped back down to, like, a 9 flat. And I had to keep telling myself, I got to slow down, I got to slow down, I got to slow down so I can finish enough. And then, like, the last three miles were absolutely brutal. Yeah, but Com- you like did it. so hard. No, I did. I did, yeah. But I, like, you know, I, I hit a point where mentally. And this is where I think I've progressed since, you know, my high school running, my younger running days where mentally I hit this point where it was like, well, you've already done 10 miles at an 840 pace. Why don't you just slow down and ease up these last three miles, you know, run like a 10, 1030 pace. You'll be fine. You'll still finish at a good time. You know, you'll run like a whatever, 210 half marathon, something like that. You'll be fine. Just ease up, take it slow, reward yourself for doing these 10 miles at a good pace. Or, you know, you've already done these 10 miles at an 850 pace. Why don't you just pick it up these last three and get it done yep. faster? Right. There you go. And that's where my mental strength has progressed because I hit that mile 10 and mentally I was, I was dead. I really, really wanted to slow down. So I turned on, I had been listening to a podcast. So I turned on a playlist. Um, And the first song was that rise against (laughs) song and that song started playing. And I forget what the chorus is. Let me pull up with the chorus, but, but it's something like, um, it's something like about you don't need. So the chorus is don't hold me up now. I can stand my own ground. I don't need your help now. So uh, like, don't hold me up. I can stand my own ground, essentially, you know, whatever. And the song started playing and then the chorus hits and it's like, it starts going like, hardcore on the chorus and i was just like that's it i'm going (laughs) these last three miles they got nothing on me and i i thought whenever i hit like a three mile mark i think of when you said jacob that one time you're like three miles left what that's a 5k we can do a 5k that's nothing i don't (laughs) know
1: i don't remember where that originated i so one of my good friends i won't say his name because he sent us a question once and didn't leave his name but I was, originated with either him or myself. At one point, one of us said that as a joke. And we rode that same line throughout the entire period we marathon trained last fall. It would literally be at a point where you hit 17 miles on a 20 mile <laughs> run. You're like, gas, you know, hunched over type of thing, just trucking a line, doing the truffle shuffle type of dance, you know? And you look at each other, you're like, hey, a few miles. What, well, 5K? I've run a 5K before. I can do that again. And you know, you just yeah, get that mental, <laughs> that mental, th- mindset. Yep. it's a little different of a mental mindset at 17 of a 20, as opposed to three of a six, but yeah.
2: No, it's not. No, it's not. It depends on who you are. But that I think of that every time all of my long runs now, I hit that three mile left mark and I'm like three miles. That's a 5k. I used to do that. was 15. That's nothing. I got yeah. this. So anyways, that's just, I don't remember where this tangent was going, but that's a little story on how my mental strength has progressed with running, and and why mm-hmm. I've started to, you know, realize why I love running again, and and I think that's healthy to do when you're doing these things, because, you know, I, I've hit points of running where, I only focus on the external factor, and I only think about like, oh, I want to PR on my 5K. That's all I care about, and so I'm doing these trainings and these runs and stuff, and you don't have to love every training, but I'm doing these things and i'm not really like liking the process and i've started to more so enjoy you know this trail that i'm taking to get to the finish line and not focusing on what's at the finish line it's more about like the now the process that i'm doing now and what i'm doing to you know enjoy to make that progress and everything so that's that's how i've i've been thinking and and how i've kind of changed my mindset and why i really really love
1: running yeah well so it's kind of like a love-hate relationship almost then because the actual physical well, no, act of running sucks can you no, can you don't disagree well, with that yeah, It's yeah,
0: definitely I mean,
1: love hate
0: you love it, what it does it sucks to you. but
1: i you wouldn't say that you hate nah, it i you? mean hate's a strong world word yeah but no, hate, i dislike the feeling of running <laughs> it hurts
2: I think it's fair to say, like, it's working out, you know, working out, I've got a hard. 17 it's like, mile, you know, it's
1: supposed yeah. to be hard. It's supposed to, you're not supposed to love it, but you love what it does, but you're improving in everything. And like
2: the progress and the process and everything that goes into it. Like I'm loving that. Yeah, exactly. I don't no, know. That, I think it's like great. a masochistic thing. So it's a love, too.
1: hate thing. I would say yeah. that part, well, awesome. I mean, cause
2: it's fair to say like, you know, you know, the, the 20 mile run when you're marathon training, that sucks and running a marathon like <laughs> even though you love running like
1: that's No, sucks. you like the feeling, running you like the twi- feeling like, you get after you're done with the marathon. The last 6 marathon, you miles for sure the like marathon, the feeling you, you like, like after you doing. It.
2: Well, yeah, that's fair, but you know, there's like a I that's fair. A love hate thing is fair, but still like I love what builds up in it too. I'm I'm not only focused on the outside factor and the finishing and but sort of he thing.
1: also says that he hates vegetables and it's a similar thing because vegetables and I'm not plugging a plant based. We'll just say healthy foods, vegetables, healthy foods, portion sizes, things like that. That makes you feel healthier. It's better for you. It's similar to running in the sense that you do that type of thing because you want the external feeling, the not getting diabetes or other health flying heart conditions, things like that. But I would love to be able to eat ice cream Eat cheeseburgers, eat garbage all day, every day. But I know what it does and how it makes me feel. But I don't like you the taste. You an I don't ultra really like the taste of vegetables. You know, so it's, it's you can compare it to running. In that, it's a similar similar sense.
2: He doesn't hate all vegetables though, right? Because like okay, potatoes. You're, you're
1: getting up. You're going about on the point right now, kid. Well,
2: everybody loves Nick, potatoes. Do you understand potatoes? what I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, isn't it?
1: Yeah, isn't it like a starch? That's not starch isn't it a group is, of but... food
2: kid yeah but it's <laughs> yeah. not a vegetable or corn like corn on the cob man come on corn on the cob is great yeah but and corn is kind of a worthless okay well vegetable. corn
0: doesn't taste like corn by itself
2: yeah you're thinking doesn't of the really butter and great. the salt
1: and the things like that that go no, on no no
2: no you're right that stuff added on makes it even better but like just plain corn on the cob but do you understand plain what i'm saying about that though asparagus asparagus is great I hate carrots. I think it's because I'm slightly allergic <laughs> them, But
0: Yeah, I, I get what you're saying.
1: <laughs> Whatever. But, but I eat them anyways. It's, it's a new, it's I a new hate new... carrots and I eat exactly. them anyways. Exactly. You just proved my point. You hate them, but you yeah. like what it does. You hate them, but you do it Well, it's because it anyway. I, it, do I don't want to go blind,
2: so I eat carrots. Hey. There you go. I'm just kidding. That's but, not true.
0: Yeah. Well, I think we all have to love running it we definitely love it because if we didn't well we wouldn't be we would yeah. not be doing what we do day after day <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean true. that's true we do run
1: <laughs> as opposed to like weightlift and things like that yeah i mean i like as much the only reason i don't weightlift anymore
2: uh, is cuz i don't want to have a gym membership and i don't have a home yeah, gym yeah that's how i am yet.
1: too and i care more about body weight and toneness as opposed to lifting everything that's just myself personally
0: yeah no I, I i agree i care more about
1: i just don't find as much i would however,
2: love it's like bodybuilders feel what we feel when with they're running lifting. but with yeah. lifting weight well yeah, yeah and i would so like i don't
1: i would ahead. love to live the life of a heavy CrossFit person for, like, 12 weeks. Just go do a complete 180 and do deadlifts, squats, bench. Like, that's like, it. You know, and cardio stand, supplements. I mean, that. you should still be doing those things like, as a runner, you know, right? It dif- it di- you know, we complement. It is we different. We complement. But- or we sup. Compliment, supplement, whatever the word is, with running. Running is our dominant thing that we do. We do the other things to make ourselves better runners. I want, I'm want right. i saying I kind of want to do a 180 of that. to prevent injury. Yeah, but I'm saying I want to do oh, a 180 of that and do heavy body weight stuff and do the cardio as a supplement to that. And so instead yeah, yeah. of running yeah, yeah. seven days a week and however many miles, I am lifting seven days a week or whatever and putting a nap time in the gym and just r- doing cardio for like a fraction of that. Do a complete flip because I'm just I'm interested to see what that other side feels like.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure,
1: I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but I couldn't do that. Well, it'd be I interesting for us too because we're all <laughs> so weak because we've been we've lost so much like muscle and stuff. My arms are twigs. Well, I never really had muscle to begin <laughs> with. <laughs>
0: that's true. Yeah, that's true. One time. there's a picture
2: of me on my Instagram without a shirt on in college when I was really into the lifting. And when I was doing the 180, when I was lifting a ton, and then only doing cardio to burn fat, and I feel like I had way more muscle then. <laughs> it's so funny how <laughs> how much smaller <laughs> I, because I was I I was heavier, but like just more muscular. So I I was probably like once I was probably about the same. I was probably about 160 pounds, 170 pounds, but way more muscle, and now i'm about 160 pounds but like not very much muscle yeah <laughs> if that makes I feel sense that. it's just funny to see those pictures of me when i was heavier with way more muscle i feel that
0: yeah
1: cool well let's move on the other thing i wanted to bring up is something i heard today actually when i was listening to a gary Vee and it was a Joe Rogan podcast. Gary Vee was the guest and Gary Vee, they got into a bunch of random topics, but one of the, at one point Gary Vee brought up a stat that was the odds of being a human are 400 trillion to one.
2: I love when he yeah, says that.
1: I, I saw that. <laughs> I love when he says that. And I was, I, that was the first time I had heard that from him and it was almost oh, like sure. both of them just didn't say anything for a couple like a split second. And you just really think, and you're like, wow, that is actually crazy just to be alive, you know? But my point right. is, you know, the odds are there. We got this chance. Do something with it. That's where the motivational part comes in. No, I'm just kidding. But I just thought that was a cool he, stat. He has so a lot. Yeah.
2: He has a lot of like speeches and stuff that I've seen where he says things, where he says that, where he's like, do you know how lucky it is that you're right here?
1: Like that you exist. I. That's a, that's a great quote. Yeah. It, I was blown away if one thing would have gone differently the day before for your parents you just wouldn't be born one eat a piece of cheese or something you know just something random or or anything up until you're actually born yeah yeah
0: could have changed you you could
2: have been a different person maybe they ate that piece of cheese two days before you were born that made me instead of a cucumber or something like that exactly
1: (laughs) i came from a piece of cheese Let's say that. That's the interview episode. Born from cheese. Born from cheese. The interview. No, not interview episode. The name of this episode needs to be. You were made from cheese. Perfect.
0: Let's move on to.
1: Oh, we have one more thing. We we did get one email. And it was a plug. If you are ever in the Pennsylvania, New York or New Jersey area. And I'm going to butcher these names. Just for the record. Uh, You should go to Belmont. Plateau Bowdoin Park. I thought you were gonna mess Bauduin. that up. <laughs> Park. <laughs> mess what up? I thought you were
2: gonna. I thought you were gonna mess up plateau. No, I was
1: looking at the. I, I was like reading ahead. It's Belmont. But, well, there's no "u" in that word. So is it Belmont? Belm- Belmont. Belmont. <laughs> Belmont Plateau in
2: Pennsylvania. <laughs> I don't know how to say that word. Bowdoin. Dude, I'm
1: ge- geographically challenged, bro. I don't know anything. <laughs> Bowdoin
0: Park in Bowdoin New York.
1: Park. Van, Van Cortlandt Park. <laughs> and then... These are funky Holmdel words. Park. Yeah, okay. Come at me, dude. I didn't know how to Van say it. Van Cortlandt
2: Park is in New York.
1: Van Cortlandt?
2: The demon in the state of New Jersey is Holmdel Park.
1: For running. So.
0: The demon? Does that mean it's like full of hills or something? No, he's,
1: it's Dem... Never mind. What? <laughs> Never mind. Let's just move on. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna. I'll post those spots as well on our social media in a caption so people can see it. But let's go on accountability checks, shall we? So we got to have some fun for these last two weeks because we all did the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Should we just first of all? Did anyone miss the two goals we're tracking? Food every day. And 100 burpees every day. Did anyone miss either of those goals? No. no. Hey, look at that. And let me look just say,
2: that. let me just let me just say, after today, I am done tracking <laughs> my calories. So do we want to talk about... That is such a huge pain. Okay, let's talk about I that one first. I hate it then. so much. Why, why is I that? have hated well, every second of every day that I've had. Because uh, it's just like... Uh, i don't know after i don't want to like figure out measurements and like all that stuff i just want to eat like i don't need to track my calories i just need to eat (laughs) so it's such a pain for me to do that i hate
1: i hate it i just absolutely hate it because it's so unnecessary for me yeah i was fine i found that it became a matter of me tracking it more so than it became a matter of me looking at the results. I was just putting it in there to put it in there. I have looked at the stuff occasionally, but not. I looked at, like, my protein, carb, and fat intakes. Oh, I haven't looked at that at all. Not at all. A few times, and in order to look at those, you have to do the free trial of the premium version or whatever, so you have to, like, you know. I looked at those a couple times, and it was interesting to see where they all laid out for me. Just with my diet, but then I thought, well, I'm not really going to change anything, so cool, (laughs) you know?
0: Yeah. I I thought it was interesting. I I didn't think I was eating as much as I was. That too. It turns out I was, and I mean, I'm not eating more than I need to be because I don't gain weight or anything, so.
2: I'm the exact opposite. I knew that I needed to be eating more, but I didn't realize how little I was eating. So when we started this challenge, I like you know, put in all the stuff that I, the information it needed about me, and I just wanted to maintain weight. Um and it said that I needed to be eating almost 3000 calories a day. And at the first couple of days, I was probably taking in fifteen to eighteen hundred calories a day How? So i was eating what? like a thousand calories How? Like, How do you right now I'm, like i'm starving and that's on top of hungry. me running yes i am to burn between hungry. like five hundred and two thousand calories per run too so
1: dude what <laughs> that is i just Nick, started what? eating what? more like what were your average i started taking
2: day, seconds and thirds and that sort of a thing at, of dinner
0: well like before anything like it said to do it said to eat about 3,000 a day for, to just maintain weight. And I'm like, I put in everything. I think I'm 138. I range from like 135 to 140. So I said I was like 138. And it said I need to eat about 3,000 calories a day. And then usually I would say I burn, I would put in my workouts and it would be anywhere from like 800 calories to, Eleven hundred, I think twelve hundred was the most I burned one day, and so that would be like um, basically close to four thousand every day that I was working out, and I didn't get that quite, but um, but I got, I think I would get at least thirty five hundred calories or more every single day, and I didn't even, I was just eating how I would normally have been eating. Had I not been tracking either.
1: That's about where I was at too. I, although I would say these past two weeks I ate like garbage compared to like the three weeks prior to that, which was kind of annoying. So I think mine was a little skewed. But one thing that really th- surprised me was one night I drank, I think like seven seltzers. That's like a thousand calories. I mean, it's like 700 calories. Wow that just adds on and it's just liquid and you and you know beer and things like that and that was pretty mind-boggling oh, yeah, to the me because i never that really drink realized about 150 calories yeah i never really can. realized how much calories were in those and a night of drinking oh, yeah. you could easily down five to ten of them
0: yeah no they just that, those like on those top cheap of any calories junk you they eat? just add on very fast and they add on a lot of just junk calories yeah, the and they don't foods. last either yeah no they don't you'll get hungry yeah like oh, i ate Domino's
2: soon. last night i downed two thousand calories from my pizza garlic bread and root beer Two thousand. i was probably
1: hungry again in like an hour yeah it's empty, it's <laughs> the empty calories nothing for you it's the empty calories but like a banana first of all a banana has 105 calories which i find pretty astonishing but that thing that's on average though well yeah on size. but that thing will fill you up for like two hours you can eat a banana an empty yeah. stomach yeah. and be full it's pretty crazy how that versus, you know, two bowls of cereal, how much longer just one banana will last you. Right. Am I going to stop eating well, cereal? Well, yeah. the
2: that's part of the reason that I had been eating so little calories is because I don't really eat meat at home. So I would eat just, like, you know, veggies and stuff. So I wasn't getting that additional, like, two to 400 calories for like a hunk of meat or something like that. So that's why my calorie intake was so much lower. So this is kind of going off of like, you need to make sure that you're like being smart. If you're not, you know, if you're going plant-based or vegetarian or whatever you're doing, because
0: you're eating enough.
2: Yeah. Because like, you're not going to be getting what you should be getting if you're not doing it the proper way. And people don't understand that. And that's why there's that whole, you know, if you, you'll you'll need to supplement and like that sort of a thing to make up for certain things. But like, I just started eating three times as much <laughs> because I need it. Or like, if we were having like mixed vegetables and other things for dinner, maybe I would make quinoa or brown rice or something to add on that extra a couple hundred calories. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times I would drink like a protein shake as well to make sure that I was getting, you know, a good amount of protein that I also needed for working out and everything like that. So it did teach me, you know, what I needed to add in to make sure I was being more healthy. Cause I don't need to be losing 30 pounds here in the next couple of months because I'm eating unhealthy,
1: healthy, but not enough. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to say with that plant-based uh, remark that it's cool though, because when you do, if you do go and switch, make that switch, you can eat so much food and it's, yeah, it's awesome. You just get to eat, you and, just, eat and eat and eat and you're getting yes. still less calories. The only thing is that it does fill you up. So you kind of have to adjust to being able to eat more almost. Yeah, you do. Uh, but I do want to say that I feel I've heard on podcasts and seen Instagram videos and whatnot that people say, oh, well, I went vegan for a month and had these issues. First of all, you, there are different dietary issues that happened. Happen in the first switch of any diet change, but my point is that they'll then talk about that what they were eating, and it's like garbage—just processed crackers, it's like the cereal yeah, stuff, things like that. Like and it's, I eat
2: vegan chicken nuggets, yeah, and it's like there's not nothing good
1: about vegan. That's why you feel like garbage. Vegan chicken nuggets are just as bad for you as <laughs> and, chicken and, and nuggets and are. And then when people, when I hear that, I have, like, it's trash. Off. I'm just like I don't want to listen to this because I, this just makes me mad. No wonder you feel like garbage. Look what you're eating. It's, ridic- it's ridiculous. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I Cool, though. I don't think, I think I'm going to track funny. food anymore either. Yeah, I probably no, won't. I'm done. I need to cancel my <laughs> subscription. Unless I need to,
2: like, lose weight or something, which I
1: don't plan on needing to lose weight for a long time. Yeah. I'm just going to continue to watch what I eat because I feel like that's yeah, good I'm enough. Yeah, I'm just going to keep doing what I've been doing. Yeah. The, the food tracker is fun every once in a while, but let's move on to Burpees. How are those going?
0: They suck. Uh, yeah, they they suck bad. They're horrible. They I suck did not. So doing 100 burpees a day would be like this <laughs> challenging.
2: I've had a knot in my back, I think, <laughs> this entire month. Like, it does not go away. It hurts so bad. And I think it's because of the burpees, because I'm, you know, you have to like flex your back when you're doing push ups properly. <laughs> it's like a full It just like. Body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's they suck yeah i well, and
0: i just oh i didn't god i did not and we're it's only like halfway. a high intensity mark, workout april yeah, 15th there
1: has been last week there were numerous days when so i've been doing a plank scheduling thing that i built out it's a road to a 10-minute plank basically and last week there were days that i had to skip my plank workout like, I literally had to skip it, like, every day because I, I couldn't hold myself. I could not do it. And I did not think burpees were going to make that much of a difference. And now, like, this week and last week, I've I've cut out on ex- some extra workouts because the burpees are such a toll. It's unreal. Unreal. I'm
2: only doing burpees. That is my workout. I'm not doing any other core. So I'm seeing how the burpees are affecting oh, me being my
1: only bodyweight workout. I'm doing other things. Are you, Nick? Um,
0: yes, kind of, like, I still lift, it's not like I lift that hard, but I still lift twice a week, um,
1: but mainly just running and then the burpees, yeah. Yeah, I, it's been, it's been insane. What is cool, though, I have, there are two people I know that started it beyond us three that are still doing it. Josh, is your girlfriend still doing it? She's not. Okay. So my girlfriend and then one of my roommates is still doing it. Shout out to both of them. The roommate started on day four, so he's gonna go until May 4th, I believe, but he's still doing it. And he sent me a snap yesterday. Nice. And I know he doesn't listen to these nice. podcasts doesn't listen to these podcasts, but he sent me a snap yesterday and was like him in the snow, out in the snow, and he goes, Gotta get the burpees in for the grind or whatever. Nice, right. And I thought that was sick. Uh yeah, that's nice. All of your time. Megan
2: just started a, uh, a 10K training plan. Oh, really? So- Heck yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah.
2: So shout out to Meg. All of your time, We'll be been. doing a 10K. k. Um, I just PR'd yesterday with a, it was like a 1550. And your first so-
1: one was a 45?
2: Dude! Yeah, I feel like that's <laughs> kind of say. an outlier because, you, you because I took it minutes. so slow. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: took it so slow. You know, I you was doing... You half an hour. <laughs> That's probably the biggest burpee PR for this program to mankind. That's
2: such an outlier. It's just like, I feel like that time... <laughs> what was your, what was your second
1: one? 25 or something. Okay, 10 minutes still is a like crazy amount, though, I would say, for this.
2: Well, but, like, the first one, I was doing five burpees and then resting for, like, two minutes. Plus, at, like, burpee number 60, I... I had to take a phone call too. So that was like an additional 10 or something minutes of a phone call added onto that workout. So
0: now they're very mental too.
1: These are very, it's a mental. Oh, workout. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have noticed that they, it's like so running much. post 50. They all feel the same. They all yep. suck equally. I would yep. say. Yeah. They all yep. suck. Yeah, they And do. you, you talked about earlier when we were talking about running stuff, how uh, the three mile rule thing, we just got to push through or whatever. I, I, set a goal i think it was sunday for my so for my pr and the idea was that i was going to do 10 at the top of every minute for the first five minutes so it would get me to 60 starting at zero zero one two three four, Yikes. Five, right because that's what nick did nick did that and i was like okay if i'm gonna beat nick at these i'm gonna have to do that but i'm gonna have to do it for all of them potentially faster and so i was like let me just try six first and see how it feels and i did that and then it was coming up on seven minutes and i thought you know I could just, I could take the easy way out and do this in eight more minutes, or I could do this in four minutes and just get the PR now. So I did do that, and it was terrible. Those last forty were brutal. Doing that at the top of a minute every time is definitely the move. Either that or doing five sets of twenty. But so far, my best luck have been the ten.
0: Yeah, I mean that's what I did. I was like, well, cuz you sent that text. Here's, here's a good story too. You sent that text that you what what you, you went 947.
1: Yeah. So I don't have I don't have the best of us 3 yet, but I'm catching up to you, Nick.
0: And that kind of that honestly, I was kind of scared. I was like oh, I can't <laughs> lose. And cuz my PR at the time was only 9 like 30 oh, 934 no. maybe. It gotten a lot and I was medic. like, "Oh no. <laughs> Wait, did you not see the text I sent?" Dude, you don't text. No, what's your new PR? I told both of you guys. Okay, well, here. Yes, I yes I did. Okay, well, anyways, he he sent this, and I was like, oh god, he's like, he's only like what ten seconds away from me. Heck yeah, this can't happen. So I went and I did my burpees, and I was like screaming. I was like (laughs) just trying to get them done, and I was like, I can't. I have to be the fastest at this. And I think the last like 30, oh my God, I was on. I wasn't on fire. My arms were like dying. <laughs> I was dead. I was so tired. But I looked at the time I was at, and I think I was at like a little over eight minutes oh. with only like 10 left. And I was like, oh, just just do them right now. Just Just do them. And I did them. And I was screaming, but then I got done, and I like collapsed, and I got up quick, and I stopped it at 8.53. So what was nine the strategy for that? That was at 10
1: at the top of every one? I did. Up until that, like, 8? I you think just I, I did 10 every 30 seconds. Oh, my. Yeah. went At the
0: top of, like, you got a 30-second well, like, rest? Or? So I would do 10. This is, what, this is what would happen. I did 10, and then my clock... Like my phone stopwatch would be at like thirty two seconds, and I'd wait until yeah until the minute would come. Okay, and you did and that then, way. So I did I did that, but then I realized I wasn't gonna really PR if I did that. So I did some extra <laughs> in my rest. Dang. <laughs> and it was awful,
1: but got it done. Dang. Well, the fastest. Are you guys
2: still having good form when you're going fast? Well, that's too, what because... I was gonna
1: going to say too. Because my form has definitely improved immensely since I started, but I'd be interested to see how my form looks compared to Nick's. Because when I jump off the ground, I am maybe clearing an inch, like a couple <laughs> inches, <laughs> Tor- especially towards the end. There, the high ceiling. I-, I thought at first was because my ceiling was restricted, but I do them outside too. And let me tell you, it's not because my ceiling is restricted that I'm only like jumping an inch. <laughs> I literally it's almost it's my legs too. My legs are in so much pain. And I think that's supposed to be part of it, right? I don't know.
2: It oh yeah, it is. That's what part of the burpees is. Yeah. I'll just send you guys the video I watched on form because that's what I do. You said something about you shouldn't be squatting down or something. And the video that I watched, the guy said you're supposed to squat down and your arms are supposed to go in between your legs and then your legs are supposed to shoot back. So I'll send you guys the well, video. I like to do but like a deadlift,
1: the... good morning esque thing where I like bend over with a little bend in my knees and then catch myself. You don't want to squat and then go into the position, but
2: well, because he said you're not supposed to bend over because it's not good for your back. I'll send you the video and we can discuss well, been it on the a podcast. Prank, but
1: that's
0: what Nick, have you been squatting? That's what into my it? form is. I literally just jump up and then just go into it. Down. Right? That's what I do. And then just go into the push-up. Well.
2: Okay. Well, I'll send you the video and we can talk yeah. about the form and stuff and whatnot. But, I mean, I didn't expect our form to be perfect even starting out. Because when you go from zero to 100 burpees in one day, I think we should. Uh, I nuts. think we should
1: live stream day 30 and do them all together on the JJN Show. Because we could live stream the account and then have each one of us call in. And put the phone up, so then people who are viewing our account can see us three doing the burpees, <laughs> and we could do a live stream <laughs> race. That'd be a good
0: idea. Yeah, that's
1: a good idea. <laughs> yeah, we could figure. I out think how Nick do that. would definitely win, just because he can do I them. Would definitely get I'm going. Can, I'm going to win this. I will kill myself. Yeah. The only way the On only that if day. we went head to head, you would win. The only way that we could win this is if we didn't go head to head.
0: And then I just didn't that's just, tell you. That's what just you the are. mentality, like.
2: I'll be happy if I get down to sub ten like you guys
0: it's did. It's just mental, dog. You gotta do it. You just gotta go into that. You gotta think of it like this is
1: it. I'm gonna kill myself for this for this race. <laughs> Alright, and that's let's move on from Burpees. Well we'll bring more info back at the next episode right at the tail end. But let's talk about our next accountability checks. What we're going through. Nick, you wanna take it away? Yeah, so
0: My first goal is I'm going to – so when I wake up every morning, uh, I'm not going to look at any social media or like YouTube, any media on my phone until 11 every day, uh, which is not going to be very easy for me. And then my other goal uh, is finish two books.
1: Woo! Book a week. That's a good good goal. Good stuff. My goals are – I'm going to start fasting. I want to try intermittent fasting. So I've never done it before, and these next two weeks work out nicely for me. I'm actually doing Sunday, this Sunday to the next Sunday, but for purposes of the podcast, it will be Sunday that next time we record. So I'll let you all know how that goes. And my plan for the first week is to do a 10 to 6 window, and then for the second week do an 11 to 7 window. And for any listener that doesn't know what that means, it just means I can only eat between 10 and six and then tailoring with that kind of is I'm cutting out caffeine and alcohol as well for those, that period of time. I've already cut out alcohol for the past like 10 days and the alcohol one won't be that hard. The caffeine one will be hard. Originally I was going to just fast and do coffee in the morning anyways, but now I'm just not going to do coffee in the morning and hopefully I just don't drink caffeine. So those are mine. Good goals. My two goals
2: are I want to do 45 minutes of yoga slash stretching every day because my stretching has kind of fallen off and I just want to incorporate yoga into my workouts again because it's stinking good for you. And then we've been reorganizing our house and the storage room I remade into a exercise slash recovery room. So I've got the exercise bike, the foam rollers, a massage table, uh, the Theragun, all that good stuff in there. And we have a little storage area kind of like next to our laundry room that all of our junk is just sitting in the corner of. And I want to get that fully organized and set up, which means that I need to set up shelves and you know, get all the junk cleaned up so it doesn't look like a typical garbage storage room. That's going to be tough because I haven't ordered the shelves. So (laughs) if my shelves are delayed,
0: it's over.
1: Uh, You should be more descriptive with that and put like set up shelves, this, this, and this in the description. Cool. So next we're supposed to do a finished book segment. And Josh is supposed to be up once again. But if you can imagine, he did not finish a book again. So... Sure didn't. Once. Maybe next maybe next week. Or then the week two after. weeks. So, you know, we went to Nick because last time I bailed Josh out, but Nick also didn't finish a book. So once again, Jacob's <laughs> coming to the rescue and bailing both of these two out. Alright, whatever. Say, whatever. Let's just get it done
0: with.
2: Jacob, how many books have you finished? Because there's only one on our list list what you need to be updating this list well no the only one on here is delivering happiness no there's
1: more than that you're reading it wrong what are you talking about no i'm not that's the only one that's on because there. the <laughs> last book i did the institute is a fictional book and so i didn't plan on talking about it because it wasn't really like a mindset or motivational or growth book uh and then this the book i'm going to talk about today i read in like december but it was a great book
2: that book's not on here well, I'll put it on there. You need to put all the books you finished okay, on. I have an Excel
1: doc with all my books, so I'll put it on there. Okay. All right.
2: Are you ready for your time? Yeah,
1: so this book is called Run Fast by Hal Higdon. Josh, do not say a word in this 20 seconds. Ready, set, go. Run Fast is a book about improving any time for a 5K through a marathon. Hal Higdon gives a lot of different methods, for stretching, different runs like fartlek, tempo, interval, things like that. Great examples and ways to improve your times.
0: Okay. Time is up. That was a good job. Wow! How much seconds that did I have there Seventeen to
1: spare? seconds. Uh, like five, maybe. Dang.
2: We might need to. We might need to cut down the time. I thought that was
1: a pretty good summary, though.
2: Maybe fifteen seconds should be the the time. We'll figure it out. All right. The final segment, everyone. I hope you're all all. We right got to
1: get a soundboard so we can go... Or something like that for either, all of our segments. You know what I'm saying? Flash from the past, like a... Yes, that'd be <laughs> perfect. No, we could go, and now it's time for Flash from the Past. <laughs> Why don't you just do that now? Just make that noise. Okay. And now it's time for Flash from the Past. Today... <laughs> It will be me talking, again, because apparently everyone else on this podcast doesn't like to share stories or books. I can give you... I have one for this week if you no, want. No, it's my turn for this. Yeah, he's got one. There. I already it have looks one. looks kind of interesting. I already have one written down. What <laughs> is this what I think it is? What do you mean it looks <laughs> you interesting? You spelled that word like, wrong. I literally put have action a figure thingy. Well, it's is this a the Frankenstein thingy. Yeah. with the brain? Yeah, my story was <laughs> when we lived in... Oh man, this was like four houses ago. I was probably about eight or nine. Josh had the only room on the downstairs level and then my parents and Nick and I were all on the top. I don't know why. But I was booling in Josh's room on the downstairs level. And we had these action figure things with the brains that We were booling? What does that mean? Bullying, like chilling. Yeah. Just kinda of chilling. Oh, I've Hello. never heard
0: that before. never heard of booing? Dude, stay woke, no. dog. Stay what are you woke. like forty? <laughs> I guess. I guess I'm a boomer now. You're not. You're boom. No, never boomer. You're heard a, of simp.
1: <laughs> a simp.
0: Well, a simp? How about that? A simp. <laughs> what
1: is that? I don't know what that you is. I don't know what simpleton. that is
0: either. Okay, we'll no.
1: have to tell you after. A, no, a simp is a simple I don't know these. A simple term. You know, know that, that is these,
0: not what a simp terms. is. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. All right. Well. Oh, no. Is it derogatory? It's not. I mean, it is kind of derogatory.
1: No, but... I imagine a simp as those villagers from Minecraft. No, that is not a simp. Just a simpleton. <laughs> They're like Spongebob not... when he goes normal. And he's like, hi, I'm Spongebob. You know? Anyways, though, they ha- I was playing with an action figure in Josh's room, and they had, like, the brain thing that you could squeeze, and then the brain would pop out, and it was filled with this goo. And I popped the... The top of the head somehow. I don't remember how. And it went everywhere. It just started spilling everywhere. And dad saw me doing that. And I think you were with him too. And I just sat there in like shock. And I remember he was really mad because – or you were both really mad because I broke the toy. But then also because I just sat there in shock and let it spread <laughs> all over the carpet as opposed to picking it up and getting it out of there. So it was everywhere. I'm just like – Well, because you broke – you had one too
2: and you broke mine (laughs) i had a frankenstein and you had a mummy and i remember that i loved that frankenstein it was so cool and the thing that sucked was it has those balloons in the head as the brain so you can like you said you can squeeze it and the brain kind of oozes out but the head is soft so when my brain broke my head on the frankenstein was deformed and constantly <laughs> was like deflated looking. I was so sad that you broke that Frankenstein. I don't even remember what that thing looks like. It was it was like my favorite toy at the time.
0: Wow, that's kind of it's kind of sad.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah.
2: It's a great. Wasn't the only. It's one. a great story. Jacob also sold my Game
1: Boy Advance. Without I forgot me, without about asking. that, dude. It, <laughs> I, wait, was just, so... I was just—I was born. I was born as a hustler, bro. I was always trying to make money. Yeah,
2: he took my Game Boy Advance without <laughs> me knowing, and he That's sold so it true. to the neighbor. I remember I without remember, telling anybody, and I was like, "Hey, neighbor. Jacob." I was like, "Mom, have you seen my Game Boy?" <laughs> no, I haven't seen your Game Boy. And then <laughs> I found out. Jake, I don't remember if I found out because Jacob told me it. or because I saw the neighbor kid playing with it. And I was like, hey, why do you have my Game Boy? He was like, oh, Jacob sold
0: it to me. But yeah, he not
1: sold
0: it. I don't yeah. really remember that. I thought I sold it. That him. reminds me of that like Dumb and Dumber scene when he sells the <laughs> bird to the blind kid. I could see you doing something like
1: that. Dude, come on. I do remember <laughs> I, I had a business. I sold when it. We would go around to the people's houses <laughs> in our neighborhood and tell them uh, my bu- buddies and I would tell them that we would pick their dandelions for money. I made like two bucks <laughs> off of that.
2: What people hired you? to Well, do we were that? like
1: kids, so they they were they were like, they sure, he's a quarter. <laughs> he's a shiny quarter. Thought, go oh, quarter, Europe. And we just did. You know, we were born. But Well, I'm sorry I sold this Game true. Boy and popped that head thing. I don't remember selling the yeah. Game Boy, really. I remember selling, like, my, I, th- I think it was because I thought it was mine. I don't think so. I don't think I deliberately you stole had- your Game Boy <laughs> and sold it.
2: I think you did because you had the Game <laughs> Boy Advance SP, which was the newest Game Boy at the time with the Fold, you know? Yeah. The, the, the blue, blue one. I literally had have the that backlight right screen. Here. Yeah, that is this the one. exact one. one. Yes, Jacob's holding up right now. You had that at the time. So you had the newest And it still queen, works. best one with the backlight. And I had the cheap version or the previous ones. It might have been my Game Boy Color actually. I think it was the Game, the Game Advance. Boy Color.
1: Yeah, cuz I think you had the and Advance you sold still. It. And I didn't think it would matter or something. I don't know.
2: No, I didn't have an Advance yet. I bought an Advance from another neighbor kid later well, on then it all worked out. Boy anymore. No, it didn't. But anyways, that's in the past. That's why it's called Flash from the Past. What? All right, everyone. All right. Thanks for listening to the JJN Show this week. Stay tuned because, like we said, we have some exciting interviews coming up. And I think uh, everyone's going to love it. You're going to be able to get some cool some information and info. motivation. And some it'll good be fun stuff. Too. They They should be really, really fun conversations. We're excited. And be sure to keep sharing with all your friends and your family. And... Don't forget to rate us, write us a review. Helps us a lot on iTunes and any other podcast platform you listen to us on. We will see you well, you'll see you'll see me next week. You'll you'll hear me next week on my interview. So we'll see the rest of the brothers in right. two weeks. Bye. Have a good Peace day, bye.